Hi, welcome to the Girls Encounter. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. This podcast is about men, women, sex, orgasms, breakups, red flags, and a whole bunch of other interesting things. If you have any stories you would like to DM us about or any topics you want to hear on this podcast, send us a DM on Instagram at the Girls Encounter. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Girls Encounter. And we're available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Hey guys, welcome back to the Girls Encounter. I know I've been a little MIA, but you know, life been life in. And anyways, we're back. So today I'm with two of my favorite cousins, um, Gina and Karina. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves to the crowd? Hey, I'm Gina. What's up? <laughs> I'm Karina. <laughs> Call me Vina. <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know who's more excited, Gina or Karina, right now. <laughs> it's Rena Licious. It's oh, sorry, it's Rena Licious. So if you're gonna refer to her, please do as Rena Licious. So today we're gonna do a couple of topics. Um, we're gonna have open talk about insecurities growing up, growing up in a Dominican household. Um, red flags expressing your emotions to men versus men expressing them to you or woman or the other way around and friendships if you believe you're a good friend or you're a bad friend and we're also going to talk about your worst friendship and your best friendship so um, we're gonna start it off with open talk so obviously we guys are we are all Dominican right yes. do you did you guys have any insecurities as you were growing up like like, for me, my mom used to put my hair in two ponytails, and they used to call me the goat. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Bro, That's Karina's passport picture. Yeah, I went through it. <clears throat> what happened? You, you know what, what you should you? do, bro? Like, what they be doing? Bro, nah, the one with the two pigtails. Oh, yeah, my mom did two pigtails, but the way that she would do the braids would be fat. So they used to call me the goat. <laughs> You know how to go? How is it bad? How is it going? Oh, no, they, they, they used to pull my shit and just go, yeah. That ass is yeah, cool. all the time. I used to hate that shit. And when oh. I used to go with three, oh. you used to, she used to do the one in the back and then the two yes. in the front. Yo, what's up with these? Yo, nah. Nah, bro, but Yo. you have that one picture. It would be really nice if you input it. So like, <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? I have one here. So I'm going to input it here, she, guys. It this is the picture that she's talking about. Hey, Look yo. right here. I'm gonna put picture. <laughs> Damn, I wonder if I have one. I think I have one of me with the two goat with the two goat things. I don't know, bro, but you know us Afro Latino females, we do have kinky hair, but my hair was not that kinky. I'm sorry. <laughs> your hair was your hair was and, regular, bro. Yes. Oh, yeah, look at her hair. Did Did you guys used to get bullied in school? Not me. I mean, I got bullied once in the fifth grade by some female there. I still remember her. What I don't she say no names. I mean, she was poking me with a lead pencil and shit. Like that. <laughs> that shit looked weird, bro. But you know, I was just there like, I'm an A-plus student really dealing with some badass girl. I don't really want to deal with her. So I just, you know, brushed it off, whatever. But, you know, we could get it now. Wait, but why she just poked you with a <clears> lead pencil? I don't really remember, bro, to be honest with you. But I, re- I just remember her. Like, you know, you just, like, have, like, trauma and then just, like, backflashes to like what she used to do but yeah. I don't remember why she did it I just know that she used to poke me with a left pencil but she did it like one time though I don't know what she was trying to trigger 
I didn't have no demons inside me. Like, I grew up in a good household, bro, you know, so. So, you didn't have any insecurities growing up? Do you have any now? I mean, hell yeah, bro. Oldie fucking hairy. But we're not going to get into that. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't really let it phase me. Like, you know, I'm a bad bitch, you know. Yeah, regardless. Bad bitches don't stay sad forever. So You know us hoes. Yes. Like, you know what they say. Hoes don't get cold. We don't get sad either. Period. Karina? <clears throat> do you did you have any insecurities growing up or do you have any now? My sister's looking like I got a list. <laughs> no, I mean, she got a list. I was a little fat. <clears throat> you were fat when you were younger? Me too. A little. <laughs> Me too. A little. I'm just a little. I was a little pink. Okay. Did I was they used to call you like, nah, I was not big. Bro, hell yeah. Look at me, bitch. Bro, I'm 5'8. Huh? I was a big ass bitch when I was little and I'm a big ass bitch now. Yeah. And they never used to call me any nicknames or anything, but it was like, I, I always had skinny friends. Uh-huh. So when we used to go outside or like just walk, you know how little girls are nowadays that they walk around just to get looked at? I never used to get looked at. And there was this one time, I remember this shit so vividly. We was walking through Sedgwick. <clears throat> And there was there was these couple of guys and they was whistling. None of my friends looked, but my fat ass looked. When I looked, they was like, "Not you, fat ass!" I was like, "Damn!" Oh, oh my Bro, god! I swear to God, when that shit happened to me, I never looked. I, I never looked ever again. Like, oh my god! Like, even to this day, when they could be like, "Yo, hey, yo, ma, I don't turn around. I'm on my business." Yeah, oh my god, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That is so nah, mean. Bro, I'm I think all of us have that little fat stage when we're younger and then we would grow up, we develop into our bodies. Yeah. But I think that's so rude. And you know what's so funny? Because I used to get bullied in school and I used to go to Catholic school. So it was it was worse because you would think like going to a Catholic school, people have more like ethics and they're more respectful. Nah, bro. I used to get bullied OD. I used to get bullied about my hair, about my height and my weight. And like my, I remember being excluded from groups. And like now... I don't give a fuck. It's funny because there was this one kid that I used to have a crush on and he used to bully me because I wasn't part of like the cool group. You know how they had the cool group. Bro, as soon as I started growing up, this nigga was in my DM on Facebook. Nah, he gotta go. He gotta I was not paying attention to none of them. It's always like that, bro. So great. I was looking at that shit like, damn, look what you want to be now. Now you want my bed. Man, you can shit on me. Now you want my bed. That's crazy. Now you want my (laughs) bed. Nah, it be like that, it be like that. Nah, bro, bro, back to that whole Volta comment, bitch, my si- Jamie, keep calling me going down. <laughs> she's still calling me going down, bro, and I'm 26. Like, but do you feel some type of way nah, when nah, she nah, says nah. that? Or are you I'm just alert, like, that's just a nickname that she gave you when you were younger? Yeah, I mean, my brother, J-Ron, used to call me Don Francisco on his bullshit. Hey, yo. I remember that vividly. Nah, oh bro, God. you know what's the crazy part? Actually, I did have an insecurity growing up. I had this fucking double chin that I still got to this day, but it's a little bit smaller now. But before, you know the, you know the frogs when they go, remit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that was me. But her calling me Gorda, it don't bother me. I kind of see it like a love language in a way, but it's cool. I mean, yes, that shit sounds a lot better than Carimbola. <laughs> hey, yo, Carimbola, that was your nickname? Yeah, Karina used to go through it growing up. What the fuck, Carimbola? Yeah. Where did that come from? I think, Lali? yeah. Did it come Master from you? Lali. Nah, Lali. I think that um sometimes when we're like younger and stuff, we don't really pay attention to a lot of things. But then as we get older, we kind of realize that we've been like um verbally abused. <laughs> no, 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 I don't see it. Like I that. feel like I was verbally abused. Damn, bro. I mean, I've been through a lot of shit, but verbally, I would say that um I I don't even remember it like 
a little bit with my stepdad, but it wasn't, I don't think it was abuse because I don't take, like, I don't remember about it now when I'm older, but he used to, like, try to pressure me to, like, do good in school, but I think that's every parent, mm -hmm. so I would just say that it was when I was younger because now I don't, I don't think about that shit. I'm glad we'll do all of it now, but Karina, the whole nine, you fat ass got it. Nah, that's old thing, Karina. <laughs> I will never forget that either. I what the fuck? I don't know what right now, but right? you know He put me in jail or dead. Oh my God. For a bit. Nigga probably in the same spot you saw him in Sudbury. Yo, you should pass by. Now, and let him say. Walk by and be like, yeah, nigga, I'm skinny now. <laughs> Not true fat ass, now he <laughs> fat. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Sloppy, jiggly puff. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me chill. Fuck. So, obviously, um, we grew up with some crazy parents, right? We love you guys and we respect you to death. But what was the strictest thing that your mom or your dad ever, like, did or said to you, like, that you couldn't do when you were growing up? Stay outside past, like, 9 o'clock when the sun was still out. At least you could be outside, bro. <laughs> I couldn't be outside. I couldn't go to the store by myself. Nothing, bro. Oof, my stepfather used to be on 10,000, bro. Joanny's bad. Joanny, I mean, I love him, though. I don't hold anything against him because I always say that if he wasn't in my life, I probably, I probably would have had a little elementary school right now full with mad kids. But <clears throat> there was a lot of things I couldn't do. I remember high school this one time. I will never forget it. I did my hair, bro. This was around the time when I had hair because, you know, I don't got hair and I only got two inches. But <clears throat> I went and I did my hair, bro. I came out fresh out of the salon, went to school, mad pretty. I remember the outfit that I had and everything. I had some boot cut jeans. I had to go with little fresh powders when I first got them. I remember I those powders. The red ones? Yeah, nah, bro. The that they had the red? The, with the red yeah, thing? yeah, the black joints that I still got. Bro, my hair was nice and done. He's like, why are you going to school like that? When I came out, I went straight home because I used to come out of school at fucking 3.15. I had to be home no later than 3.45. Cause it took me like 30 minutes to get home because I used to take So he was bus. waiting for you. Bro, OD. And if I was there past 3.45, I always used to say it was the train of the bus because obviously I'm taking transportation. But there was times homeboy used to pull up to the front of the school and wait for me, bro. On, hey, yo. On BT, bro. Yeah, like, because I went to Taft. And you know that school at Candela, bro. Everybody know the vibes. So maybe it was good that he was protecting you <laughs> at such a young age because... You're not a home. You've yeah. never been a home. So I think that that's pretty <laughs> I mean, good, I mean, I'm going to my whole now, but I'm just but it's not even that, bro. When I got home that day, bro, I got I woke up, bro. It was crazy. I went, I went, I got home, and all I know was that he was like, "Oh, you think you want to be going to school all pretty? You don't go to school. You the whole point of you going to school is to learn not to go look pretty. There's no need for you to be looking like that, bro." Threw water on my hair, bro. Fresh set. You had oh, the fresh washing set. Mm-hmm. I had the fresh set, bro. I just told you I had went to the I had went to the salon. Like the, I think it was like a Sunday going into Monday or some bullshit like that. I remember Mari used to finesse my hair, bro. But my son threw water on me and slapped me. And I was like, nah, ma, so you're not. I look at my mom like, yo, ma, so you're not doing that? I'm like, nah, I'm going to my real dad. <laughs> the real dad, the real side of my dad. Yeah, bro, I'm some bullshit. But then after that, that's when my mom like broke up with him and shit like that. He hasn't been living in the house since. This happened in 2016. Wow. Yeah, bro, what's his mom? Like, my hair was freshly done. I think that's real, though, from your mom's point of, like, from your mom's side, because I feel like, you know, even though a lot of stepfathers, they step up to be fathers and, like, you know, take place of our real dads, I feel like you putting your hands on a kid, and especially males to girls, I don't like that. I don't condone that. I don't appreciate that because, since all you did was have your hair done, so that's why what you, what's up with you, and then slapping, slapping you got it. 
Nah, bro. He, the, it's, I'm just I'm just imagining like him throwing the water on you and then slapping you. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, bro. Yo. You know the novella slaps when the females be slapping the, the, Like you know, the, the side? Did your face turn to the side? Oh, D, bro. He's trying to shit out of me. Yo. Bro, so that, but, yeah, nah, but it's cool, though. Like, at, at least, you know, I do give props to my mom because I looked at her and I'm like, yo, mom, it's time for me to get out of this house. Cause, like, oh, yeah, but she was wasn't winning. She wasn't she, winning. Yeah, like, she didn't take his side. She took my side as she should because there's some mothers that really be picking, you know. Yo, yes, there's some mothers that pick the husbands and the boyfriends over the kids. And which is not, I mean, I, you know, I feel for those that, you know, their moms actually do things like that, but I'm grateful for the mom I have, bro, to this day because my mom is really a real one. Not yeah, hell yeah. Bro, God forbid if a nigga ever put his hands on my kid and that's not her father. Even her father, I will rock his shit. Like we could we could up it for my kid. But if you ever put your hands on my kid and you not her father, just get ready to go like get ready to meet God. Yeah. You're just gonna meet God at that point because you don't have no reason to be putting your hands. I believe in like disciplining kids, um punishing them and like you know I be trying to do the kneeling thing with Michaela. Oh my god. She's so, bro, I had her face in the wall one time for 10 minutes. She was losing it. I'm like, imagine we, I was to treat you how we did, how they, they treated me when I, bro, my mom used to throw cold water on me. Bro, bro. you know, bro, yes, I'm like, oh, bro, I used to, I don't know who made that up. I would like to know the tradition of hincando, because I know that shit came from DR. Bro, duh. Yeah, you but like, what does being on your knees do? That shit just got my knees black. Nah, bro, but that shit hurt. It hurt. Yes. So around. Bro, I used to kneel. You know how you you used to kneel having to stand up. One time my mom used to do it with my hands up. So I had to kneel with my hands up, bro. I I put my hands up. She was like, "Sube la mano." I was like, "Yo." Bro. I would never do that to her now, but I do believe I've been hitting her, and I've only been hitting her because her attitude is just crazy now. But I don't believe in abusing your kids. And I'm like, I don't understand how some of us grew up like this. And we really used to get our ass whooped. I mean, you have a dog. You have a dog. Really with your mom. My mom tried to me with a chunk. I dodged that shit. Yo, I was going to look at my eye. Oh, yeah. my God. I know I fucked up. She <laughs> didn't come back. Yo. She, they come back worse, bro. She flung that shit. That shit hit me. My house was tight. There was this one time. You see how my room was set up? There was this one time we went around the house like this. And yeah. I knew I had to stop and not hit me because she was gonna catch me regardless. Bro, yes. Me, when you run away from them, they really get on beat. Well, Lola be on her bullshit, though. Tia, you know I love you. Your mom, yeah. He's a lot. But your mom. Tia Lola used to punch these niggas. That us? Yeah, straight decking them in the back. Rocky Babo, all that shit. Rocky Babo. Rocky Babo. Rocky Babo. You know that now, if apparently you do that to kids, it's like an ACS CPS case? OD. Nah, bro. And I'm like, that's why I be mad cautious. Like, imagine hit, if you hit a kid and they go to school and they say that and they say that you hit them, they're calling ACS. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro. Fuck it, though. But let me tell you, to my future kids, y'all call ACS? Yeah, I'm coming right back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get y'all back. What you mean? I'm going to get y'all back. Y'all better call, call. Nah, bro. That's crazy. Let one of my kids ever do that shit. I think that growing up, um... Mm-hmm. Being in a strict, there's something that I believe in, and I don't know if it's like a um, reverse kind of psychology thing, but I kind of see it in some of my friends that their parents were not strict, that my mom was super strict, and that's kind of the reason why I ran away the first time and I ended up in the system, because I remember her not letting me go to a trip that was chaperoned by parents, and she was just like, 
basically like no like i don't have a life like i have to be home taking care of my brothers like bitch i'm not a fucking babysitter like yeah. i was like um i was 11 years old and i'm like no i'm not a babysitter so i ran away and all of my friends that their parents were not strict with them they grew up to be okay like you know they didn't have any like problems they were not out here hoeing like you know they could have done stuff like in middle school elementary school but they grew up fine and i think like when you are strict with your kids that makes them want to go out and explore the world more and it's fucked up because i feel like if you expose them to a certain environment like not intentionally but if they're seeing stuff like if they if they grow up seeing you drink right and stuff like that a lot of kids that see their parents drink and smoke they grow up and they don't drink and smoke they'll either like try it once and be like oh now this is not for me you know rather than kids whose parents like i never understood this parents who hide drinking from their kids like, and then their kids, like, catch them in the act of, of doing stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll drink in front of my daughter. But, like, I hadn't, I hadn't smoked in front of her until, like, two years ago. Because I used to be, like, I don't want her to see me smoking. But I'm, like, I can't hide the fact that, like, I'm smoking hookah. I don't smoke cigarettes in front of her. I never smoke weed in front of her. But, like, hookah, I'll be, like, you know, smoking whatever. But even so now, I feel like when she gets older, she's not going to want to do it. Because she, like, you know, she's seen me doing it. Yeah. I don't know. Time only time will tell. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to transition. I want to try something because I have this little sound thing that they can, it transitions the sound. It's called the horn jazz. I guess the horn just went off in the sound. I don't know. I'll let you guys know when I do the edits. But, um, <laughs> this one. Hey, yo, for real. Yeah. Like, y'all got weed in here or something? No, huh? Hey, yo, he lighting it? In the room? Tell him to pull up on the podcast. <clears throat> now, um, so red flags. What is, what is your number one, like, red flag that you're, are like, I'm out of here? I would say a man that doesn't give you attention. I back that up. Um, you back yeah, down? of course, bro. Because it's like there's some females out here that don't really need a man, fucking financially or, I guess, mentally. But you will need them emotionally and physically. Mm-hmm. And attention, I honestly plays a huge part for me because I'm an attention an attention seeking hoe. Like if I'm with you and I want to be with you, I want you to give me attention. We're together. I want to do this, that, and the third with you. Like I feel like attention is number one. And somebody that's not attentive of me is somebody that's not for me. Because I'm going to be attentive for you 24-7. Did you eat? Did you shower? Do you need this? Do you need that? If you don't got it, I'm going to provide it. But, like, because there's a lot of females that need men financially. Mainly oh, yeah, I'm not one of those. <clears throat> yeah, neither am I. And I don't, I mean, it's okay, yeah, to be spoiled here and there. But it's, like, it's different when you spoil yourself. Like, you man see that you can spoil yourself and you can spoil him. But attention is a huge thing for me. Do you need attention, like, 24-7, or do you just need reassurance to, like, understand, like, if you're fucking with a guy and he's just, like, listen, like, I fuck with you and I show you and he shows you that he fucks with you, like, is that enough for you? Or do you need, like, to be physical with them, like, you know? Assurance is, yes, for sure, definitely. Hell yeah, of course. Like, I need to know where we at, what's up, what you, you know, what we doing, like, is we together are we fucking around are we friends and just like chilling here and there but honestly i'm too old to be just friends with benefits yeah so i'm shooting straight for a relationship even if it takes even if it takes 
<clears throat> a few years or a few months for us to get where we need to get, I need to know, okay, you're the only person that I'm fucking around with. Because, bro, I don't know, bro, I just like to play it safe. Um, You don't have to give me attention 24-7, but at least I need to know from you at least every day. You know, good morning, babe, I just woke up, I'm good. I know you're busy, you're going to be busy time to time. You might not text me right away, you might not call me right away, but, you know, it feels good when somebody, you know, is attentive of you. No, yeah. For sure and shit, bro. It's good to have, so, you know, your conscience won't be flying around everywhere. I feel like when somebody assures you of how the relationship is, it pulls you away from trying to, you know, communicate with others because you yeah. know, yeah, you've got a strong relationship with your partner. And exactly. Your partner's checking up on you. He loves you. He's, you know, he's calling you, FaceTiming you. Hi, baby. How you doing? What you doing? Do you need this? Do you need that? It don't matter. It don't gotta be every day, but you know, once in a blue moon or even every other day would be nice. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Nah, I I agree with you. How about you, Karina? <clears throat> what are your red flags? Overly controlling behavior. Oof, that's a good one. That one is. That one is strong. Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Yeah. And trust issues. Yeah. I mean, think about it. We're in the generation we are in right now. Everybody. I think everybody got trust issues. But I think it's the way that you go about it. Because if you're like overly controlling all the time and being psychotic, I think that's like an old thing. Like, whoa, what the fuck is wrong with you? Nah, bro. Think something about controlling relationships. You made me think about my ex. <laughs> Shout out to Danny. <laughs> Yikes. He was not really controlling. OD, bro, but it wasn't like on some like crazy shit, but <clears throat> he always wanted to be with me. I mean, there's nothing wrong with always wanting to be with your partner, That's but you know. Yes, That's suffocation because I need time to be free and I'm a fucking butterfly. I need to fly away. Sometimes. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, even if, okay, baby, you want to go hang out with the boys, go hang out with the boys. I trust you enough that you're not going to do nothing stupid with the boys. But I remember this one time we was having a girls' night out, bro. It was you. Shout out to Letty. Letty was there and yeah, I mean, Leisha was there. It was us four. We had to focus one night and this nigga wanted to join. And now oh, the like, night that we went out, we was ganged up. Yeah, bro, we was chilling. We was right. We was doing no funny shit. Cause me, bro, once you know, once I'm in a relationship, I barely, I don't cheat. Yeah. I cheated like one time. I'm sorry, Henry, but <laughs> it's like, like, <laughs> but the whole thing is that he wanted to come so badly, and I'm telling him like, yo, I got plans with the girls at 8 p.m. You yeah. can come and chill with me, you know. After. Yeah, no, I told him come chill with me before, cause you know, bro, you know when we go out, we go out. out yeah, yeah, you know. We- I don't know what time I'm going to get back home. So, you know, if you want to see me before I go, it's like 2 o'clock. I, 7 o'clock, I see that he's not getting ready to go. So, I'm getting ready to go. Like, I'm putting on my makeup. I'm getting ready. You know, it was a girl's night out. Where are you going? You cannot come. Then he goes on some, like, weird fucking impulsive behavior talking about, but you know I'm here. How you just going to get up and go? Nigga, you knew I was going out prior to you coming over here. So, it wasn't a surprise. Exactly. So, it was that... Puerto no, 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 the other. Your boo, your boo's Puerto Rican? No, my ex is Puerto Rican. But Puerto Ricans, one thing about them is when they love you, they love you hard. When I they heard. Eat you, that's it. They don't. I heard. I, I heard. I know a lot of guys that they have um, a lot of male friends. They've been in love with Puerto Rican females. That they've been. I've been thinking they'd be doing some some shit to them, but because they'd be like obsessed to the point where they don't want to like come back, but. For me, one of the biggest red flags, like in my grown ass adult age, is if we're texting and you start to disappear after a certain time, and I see a certain pattern of you disappearing, like after six, seven o'clock p.m. 
If you have another family, just fucking say that. Because why are you disappearing every day? We're texting. We're texting from the morning to like 7 o'clock. Like, do you have another family? Maybe he does, bro. You know, them wives be on it. But listen, listen, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with messing with a man that's married. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You don't think so? Why? I'm Elaborate. sorry that the topic is going left like this. Nah, it's okay. We can I bring just it feel back. like you cannot break a home that's already broken, bro. Oh, I like if that the one. Broken is un, if the, you can sense when a man is unhappy with his wife. I might not know why he's still with her. Maybe he's just... Some men just like watering their plants, and mm-hmm. I don't understand. I feel like you know what? I can't get into that topic like that. Nah, you could get into it, but I agree um, with that because I've had relations with men who were married, but I think where, like, for me, I had never tried to, like, love them or be intimate with them to the point where it's like, I love you and I need you. You know what I'm saying? It would strictly be sex. And it'd be but like why, fun. Though? What? Why? What if they need that love, mate? What if they need that change? What if you're? I cannot be that. I can't be that person why? because for me, one thing I learned, and it's, I think it's very important for me, and like all my friends, I tell them, if you are the bounce back of a man while he's in another relationship, you will be the bounce. Back. There will be someone else that he will bounce back from mm. later on. That's crazy. So that's why any guy like I've had relations with married men, I never cared to have anything more than just sex with them or having fun because there's nothing you don't have anything that you can give me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're already invested in someone. You've already gave your vows. You're already married. You probably have kids. That's none of my business. When I'm single, I'm fucking whoever I want. But I don't have a limit. Like, you don't I'm fucking vows? exes. I'm fucking new niggas. I'm fucking married men. I'm fucking whoever I want. But you don't think vows have expiration dates, bro? <laughs> I, they're not supposed to have expiration dates because you don't you say, like, I do forever. So um, death do us part and bullshit. sickness and some shit like that. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. And they're sickness and in hell. So <laughs> death do us part. I think that's part of the vows. It's supposed to be till death do you part. Nah, bro. Sometimes that shit is already dead, and them niggas is alive. Do you imagine saying till twenty twenty four? Do us part? Like that'd be crazy. Nah, bro. Not like that. But I feel like I if mean, there's no honest. Imagine you just fucking being there with your husband. You laid up with the nigga. The nigga disgusts you. Now I gotta wait till this nigga die for me to meet somebody. No, else. so that I think that's a very good topic that you're bringing up right now because a lot of women and men they stay in unhappy relationships and unhappy homes. And I think that society has made it to where, like, if you're married with someone and you have kids with them, you guys have to stay together for the sake of the kids. I think that's bullshit. Because at the end of the day, I think it will hurt a kid more seeing their parents in this rocky household rather than um, the parents being apart and building who they are as themselves and having separate relationships with their kids outside of the homes. Yeah. So I don't believe in that having to stay together like honestly i thought about that earlier this year with my daughter's um father and i had to like snap out of that real quick because i'm like no bitch i'm not about to be unhappy with a nigga because of my kid no i'd rather be separate from him my daughter's still good i still get get her what she needs she's still happy i would never put her in that predicament niggas and and females be really like stuck with it like just stuck with somebody why do you feel so stuck with somebody when there's more people in this world there's other people that will treat you right there's other people that will love you like 
You're not just stuck with somebody, bro. If it starts not working out, it's just not working out. No, we got fucked with somebody like that. It should never be, bro. Some people be like, I had 10 years with my husband. You know, I love him. No, you don't love him. Bitch, you got like 40 more years to go. Exactly. And there's probably somebody else that can be like you from a different perspective because there's some people when when you've been with them for so long, you're comfortable with that person. So imagine you've been with someone for like more than a decade Mm -hmm. and you don't love them anymore. And you think about, oh, what if I leave him? But then you start thinking about, oh, I have to do this all over again. That's not easy. You're being with that person every day for a long time. You're comfortable with them. You can be you can be yourself around them. You don't want to do that all over again, especially if you have kids. Yeah, but listen, hear me out. Let's say you come out of work mad fucking tired, bro. Like, you're OD tired, right? But you could feel that your husband does. I mean, okay, he loves you, but you're tired and you're like, damn, yo. Why you got to sit here and be like, Damn, I want my husband to give me a massage. When your husband, if your husband loves you and he cares for you and he's not tired for you, he'll just come up to you and be like, yeah, I know my wife is tired. I've been home with the kids. I'm tired too, but I'm going to sacrifice myself to go and massage her. Damn. You know, like love on you, bro. Shout like, out to my there's, there's not, Yes, bro, because there's some relationships where, okay, yeah, you might be comfortable with the person, but is that person going to take care of you physically, fucking emotionally bro mentally when you're tired bro you know you you do you know what it feels like to be with somebody that actually loves you fuck starting all over again mm-hmm. i'm willing to start all over again with somebody especially if my husband is not giving me the attention and the 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 affection that i want once i get home bro it's different when you come from a from from working and you're like oh my god i'm fucking tired i hate this place once you come home and you just sense mad fucking love. The energy, the environment is different. It, it brings you back to life. Like, your energy drifts, bro. Like, that's why I feel like when you're with somebody, it's very important to, you know, be careful who you with. Because energies do fucking transfer. Mm-hmm. If you're going to stay here and be with your husband and he's nice to you, then like, all right, he loves you, you're comfortable with him, but does he love you enough to take care of you, bro? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of things. Like... I don't care if I'm with somebody for 15 years, but if I feel like there's no spark with me and my husband, listen, homeboy, I gotta go. Because I could find somebody that's gonna make me feel alive in two months faster than a nigga that I've been with for 15 years. That can't even like the spark no more. Bro, so. yes, bro. Like, I, I just be imagining myself, yo, I'm, I'm obviously, you know, I'm trying to get into social work, whatever. Social work is a stressful job. Imagine me dealing with all these fucking cases and I go home and my husband is not even. Yeah, bro, like not wanting to come and sit on the couch. Even me, tired from working, I know my husband is coming out of a what construction job, garbage job, whatever he works at, but I know he's tired. Even though I'm fucking tired, but I love my husband. And if he be like, he don't even got to tell me, yo, ma, can you freaking massage my feet, baby? I'm going to go massage your feet on the floor. Damn, you want to massage my bro. my feet for me? I'm bro, tired from me, yesterday. Like, it's just love. It hits different when it's coming from somebody who actually genuinely wants to love you, bro. I feel like don't sit there and just be with somebody because they got you got 20 years yeah. with him, bro. Nah, bro. But it's what I think what Karina was like trying to point out was that for some women and for some men, it's actually harder for them mentally than it is physically because I I I feel like my brother is going through that with the girl that he's currently dealing with that they have been so codependent on each other that they don't see anyone else. Like even if they would try to talk to anyone else or they try to see other people they always end up latching onto each other, but it's an unhealthy, toxic relationship because there's no respect. There's no mutual grounds between both parties. And I think it is important, like, just you being a human, like, regular shit, if you're not feeling appreciated or you're not feeling loved where you're at, 
you need to start you need to have that self-love within yourself to understand like this is not what i deserve i deserve yeah. better than this because you're gonna be stuck in a situation where it's like all right you spent 10 years with somebody and now you have to aguantale mienda because you've been with them for 10 years yeah bro that sucks bro and it sucks you know <clears throat> where it sucks, sucks the most <laughs> where those relationships where they've been together eight plus years whatever and the guy had already been doing multiple things with other females where he's already latching onto different females having feelings for other girls those girls are having feelings for them and then the girl is stuck just having feelings for him i've seen it happen so many times with girls that i grew up with and it was so sad because it's like i understand that you love them but there's no love that could yeah. be that deep that you're letting yourself get played like that yeah. and you are literally sleeping and living with a man who does not respect you yeah that's so no <clears throat> for me that is a no go yeah Mm-mm. i gotta go i'm sorry i mean everyone has that same mentality because of krishan rock <coughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's krishan i love krishan she's but she's young though yeah, she's, she's young. young she's never had anybody be there for her financially so maybe or emotionally like that yeah. so i feel like if it's, uh, it's young. It's it's because she's young. When not, she gets older, even, she's gonna she's gonna know yeah. her worth and her value, and she's, she's gonna young, deal with a nigga like Blueface. Call her at a very um a vulnerable stage yeah, of her vulnerable life. stage in her life because he was probably giving her the the love that she wanted at the time, and she fell in love for him, and she's giving the nigga pure love and stuff. But what he's doing to her is making her turn herself into a toxic individual that mm-hmm. she probably was never. She never was in her life. But imagine dealing with somebody that doesn't even respect you as a female. Knowing, I bet you that if if he asks her to bring the moon down, she'll bring that moon down for him. And that's the thing. There's females like that in this world that men take advantage of. Because mm-hmm. they see the type of things that a female is willing to do for them instead of appreciating her. He should appreciate a female like that. Because I bet you... I guarantee you, God forbid, if he does fucking get locked up and she got the bail money, she'll go <coughs> out faster than any of his friends would. Mm-hmm. But niggas don't see it like that. They don't see it that, okay, she she actually genuinely loves him <coughs> and she'll do anything for him. But since he sees that, bro, he's like, ah, right, you know what, I'm going to keep her there. She's useful. She's, use, she's useful, like, for whatever he needs her mm-hmm. for. But she'll do it right away, bro. Like, taking advantage that's of her kind of thing. That's just, like, fucking spanky, bro. I'm going to point this out. <clears throat> there was this one time, bro, I was in his crib. And he had told me to go do something. And I'm the type, bro, I love Spanky all day. Like, I, I got mad love for him. I care for him. And I'll do anything for him. And I'm pretty sure he knows that right now. There was this one time he had told me to do something. And I didn't do it. Because he, prior to him telling me to do that, he's like, I know you're going to do it. Because every time I tell you to do something, you do it. So in my mind, I'm like, damn, nigga, you know, you're right. And, it, and I'm doing it because I love you and I care for you. So if you tell me to go fucking steal this from somebody, I'm going to go do it. You know, like, I'm going to do it. I love you. I'm going to tell you. I mean, he's not going to tell me to do that, but I'm just letting you know, for example. And then when he said that to me, I'm like, that shit opened my eyes because I'm like, damn, nigga, you noticing what I'm what I'm capable of doing for you. But you're mm-hmm. taking advantage of the fact that I can do whatever you want me to do for you. So I had to double back on that. I'm like, wait, so every time you told me to do something, nigga, I put my foot down. Now I'm not doing it for you because... Now you're seeing it as a stage where you want to fucking take advantage of it. Yeah, now you're expecting me to do it. Exactly, bro. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, bro. You got to be careful. Some of these niggas be spiteful as fuck and use that to just take advantage of Mm -hmm. them. These niggas really don't really be worth. And some niggas don't really be worth you doing anything for them. Bro, and that's how you turn females into fucking savages. Mm -hmm. That's how you... 
And don't get it twisted. It's also the other way around, too. Because yeah. I know a lot of men that will go out of their way for a girl that will do bring the moon and the stars to them. And they just take advantage of them. And that causes that creates savages. But shout out to the people out there who really have not let their past relationships and people who treat them like shit change their character. Because I feel like my ex, we have a very stable relationship now, thank God. But we definitely, I was definitely in that stage of like when I met him that I was paying back for everything that somebody else did to him. And it was not a good feeling. But now that, you know, I've grown up, I I see it from different point of views. Like men get hurt, women get hurt, hurt people hurt people. So I think it's important for you to understand like, if you do get yourself into a relationship or a situation that you know that the person is hurt and they're kind of healing from it, I would say don't give your all. But then it defeats the purpose of are you actually ready to get into this? Because I told myself, and this is why I'm kind of like iffy of getting a relationship right now because I'm still healing. I told myself if I get into something, I'm going 100% in. Yeah. I'm not going 50-50 no more. I'm not going 80-20 like I'm going to go full throttle in it. I don't want to regret it when I do that. So I'm just very careful now of like, am I actually ready to do something? Nah, bro, just do it. Go 100% and don't regret anything because at the end of the day, you're being a good person. Right. There's nothing wrong with being a a good person because at the end of the day, bro, I believe in karma. What goes around comes around. A person that treats a a good person wrong, eventually their karma is going to snap right back, bro. That boomerang is boomerang. What is it? Whatever. Which one is that one? <clears throat> no, you know it snaps right back. What is it? Is a boomerang? Oh, the boomerang. Yeah, the boomerang. They go and they come right back. back. Yeah, bro. It's just. Okay. Yeah, it's just Damn, we've been on a roll. So, um, we're gonna jump into our next topic. The little jazz thing, the horn jazz. I don't know what that is, but I'm gonna check it. Um, <laughs> expressing your emotions. So, do you guys feel like it's easier to express your emotions as a woman rather than it is a guy expresses emotions to you? It depends, because we do have, there are some sensitive men who are willing to just, you know, put everything out there, but then there's some men that don't really express themselves, and I've dealt with both, actually, and I took advantage of the one that was expressing his feelings. Oh my god, you thought he was like, this nigga's a bitch. Not a bitch, I just felt like, oh my god, like he, maybe he's just like doing too much. Oh my god, yes. Yo, that's crazy. Cause I used to I used to be like whenever like my ex, oh my god. He used to express himself. I'm like, yo, this nigga is such a fucking bitch. Like shut the fuck up. And now when I got into a relationship with a guy that didn't express himself at all, it was like, wow, why are you not talking to me? Like these tables are fucking turning right now. Them shits were fucking turning. But honestly, I would prefer a more sensitive man who can actually express himself okay babe you did this wrong can we fix this rather than him being fucking petty and fucking matching my energy bro because that shit is disgusting men that don't have communication skills but you know that we're both so i'm going more on the sensitive side so yeah i feel like express yourself to me now now that i've grown up you know i feel like if a man because this is something i was talking to one of my guy friends about um men are not appreciated enough like they're not the way that society views them is like they gotta be strong they gotta be the breadwinners they gotta be the ones to take care of the home but it's like who's taking care of you like 
How how can you be so strong? It doesn't matter if you're a man. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of guys, they grow up in broken households. Mm-hmm. They grew up with mom problems. They grew up with that problem. Mm-hmm. The same way that women have daddy issues, I think men have daddy issues. But it hits, I think it hits men different because you don't have a guy in your life, like a man to show you like what to do as a man. Right? The same way as a girl is like, you don't have a man to show you how a man is supposed to take care yeah, of you. Yeah, you're right. So I think it's like, that shit goes both ways. I definitely have daddy issues. I definitely do, bro. Like, I have this fucking, oh, yuck. I've always wanted to date an older man just because, like, I don't know, bro. It's weird. Are you looking for a sugar daddy or just no, an older boy? <laughs> I mean, we all Any sugar daddies, um, um, listening... Karina Licious, wait, Rena Licious, sorry, Rina sorry. Licious She's looking. looking for, are you looking for a weekly allowance? You're looking for a SD. Are you trying to fall in love with the sugar daddy? No, fuck no. I mean, why not? Sugar daddies need love. Are you trying to go on vacation? You could go on vacation. Because imagine, bro, meeting a nice older give me, man. Give me a nice fifty-year-old man that you will see yourself with, who's a celebrity. Who, like my son Diddy. Diddy don't look that. Oh bad. my God, yes. Yo, <laughs> shout out to Diddy and Carisha because they. Bro, what? I, I love it. Nah, bro. Speaking about it. them, I seen this fucking Facebook, um, freaking whatever status about people talking about them how she's twenty six or twenty eight and he's like fifty three mm-hmm. or something like, like that. Like a twenty five year. And difference. they're like, oh, you see how society is like fucking going for them and so for them like yeah like they're for it but if you see a 53 year old man dating a 20 year old woman who's not a celebrity you know they'll come down on them mm-hmm. they'll call so them like pedophile like, and shit like that that's what i'm saying so it's like i don't know but my son did he's a good look he got money he's you know you see her you see like a, a man a 53 year old man with who's financially yes. stable he probably be giving her the bomb dick. Oh, gee. Carisha's young and she's turned. <laughs> That's what I'm Fuck saying. Mean. So imagine you meet a 50-year-old man like my son Diddy and put you where you're supposed to be at. <laughs> Why not fall in love, nigga? 50-year-old man in love, too. They do. Everybody needs love. Everybody needs love. Yeah. Um, she? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Not true. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Karina, that shit is never going to leave my head now. No, Yo, God forbid. Oh I'm my God. If my daughter ever now. comes, because you guys know my daughter's a little overweight. If she ever comes to me that somebody's bullying her in school about her weight, <laughs> it's going to be World War III. That's three. Wrong, no. I mean, Because we're going to up it. Bro, I'll be calling her Gola. Not yet. I don't mean it like that. Like, I just call her Gola. Not yet. She's young, so she do not even understand She doesn't know. She hears it, and then the people who are... She She'll think that she's what she is. What she? She elementary. She's right seven. Now? No, she's elementary school right now. No, she's still. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, elementary. So once she hits that middle school, school people. Nah, bro, but people. that's now. You know when you start going through puberty and shit, your body starts changing. <coughs> yeah. She hasn't even had her. No, because I was a late bloomer. <laughs> so mama, Michaela's gonna be a late bloomer. Yes, she is. So when she hit middle school and then she's not up to date with this high fashion standard shit with the Balenciaga school or the bling down Balenciaga. Yo, have you not seen this school girl? You haven't seen this kids go school? Yeah. I've been seeing her in the bus stop. The bus stop, bro, with some fucking nice ass shit on them. Huh? Because I used to go to school with my fucking cook that We going to Marshalls. Like I was killing it in Converse and all that shit. And but that's what I'm saying. If she goes to middle school overweight and then she's not up to date with the high society fucking fashion she i mean also me. bro it depends the group of friends she falls into because what mm-hmm. if she means this down to south girl this down to earth girl and she's wearing her jojo c to middle school bro then I'm they're both gonna get buddy 
Well, then fuck it. Then I fuck will fight other. them. No, bro. One thing I, I, need, I need somebody to understand this, right? <laughs> Anybody listening to this podcast or watching this episode, please teach your kids to have manners. Because I am that mother, I will up it on a little kid that fucking bullies my child. I don't give a fuck. We will go to war. Like, we will go crazy. My sister's in Taekwondo, though. She's in Taekwondo. She could defend herself. But me, I know combatives level one. And I did kickboxing for a couple of years. I could get to it. So, before you bully my kid, bully yourself. Don't play with my kid. Play with yourself. You heard her. Straight card beat. Sorry, I had to, and I hate parents that don't defend their kids. What you mean, bro? Like, There's some parents know. that they don't be defending their kids. Like, why are you so scared? This is your kid. You birthed them, so you're really gonna let somebody do something? Like, and I'm, I'm not gonna front. I feel like my mom was like that, cause I feel like my mom, she was, she'd be scared of confrontation when I was younger. That she wouldn't like know what to do. She'd rather back up out of a situation rather than like go. Was in. she an immigrant or something? She don't. Nah, she was. She actually had her papers. She had her citizenship since she was younger. She went to school here. Oh, so then I don't know what to tell you, sis. Maybe she wasn't like that. I mean, there's Some, good to not have... So then why are you like that? What you mean? Like, why are you robbing your mom is in a Christian? My dad is like that. So I think I got it from him. <clears throat> free him. Yo, facts. Free the OG. Free Papa Santos. The so tree. Papa Gonzalez. Gonzalez, yeah. The triple O. I mean, you know, I can't blame him, but... I do, I was feeling some type of hate towards him at some point, like, within last year and this year, because it's, like, it's so sad um, seeing people who, like, their parents died and they don't have a relationship with them. And, like, sometimes I'd be thinking to myself, like, damn, both of my parents are alive and I don't even have, like, this great relationship with them. But I don't blame myself completely because it's, like, I could reach out to a certain extent, but if you're not doing what you have to do as parents, like, nothing's going to be done about it. So I've learned to like, I actually forgave him for everything he's done. And you know, I just really wish him the best and stuff. So, Man, bro, sometimes no bad blood. Is, yeah, sometimes distance is key in relationships with your parents. I wish I would have kept my distance with my father, but I wanted a relationship so bad. So, <clears throat> may he rest in peace. Yes. Okay, so the last topic is friendship. Do you consider yourself a good or a bad friend? And what is the worst relation, worst friendship that you've ever had and the best friendship that you've ever had? Well, let me just start by saying I don't have any friends. So, <clears throat> You know that I read a meme the other day that if you don't have friends when you're young, something's wrong with you? I'll have friends when I was young. I just don't have friends when I'm fucked. Damn, really? I mean, I'm your cousin, so I'm not offended, but what's going on? She just don't have friends. <clears throat> I just don't got friends. That's Do you have friends, Gina? I mean, yeah. We're friends because we don't have friends. I mean, yeah, kind of, yeah. But we're not really friends. I guess we're cousins. Friends. We're co- no, you guys are family. <laughs> friends, so. friends and cousins. I don't know what the Cousins who are friends. I think yeah. that's important. But I, I do have a best friend, Amy. She, she was supposed to be here. But, but she's not. Know, she's so. always. She don't know how to time manage. Um, I'm just petty, bro. Like. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a bad. I don't think I'm a bad friend. I honestly don't think I'm a bad friend. But I can't take shit from females, bro. Yeah. Like I can't sit here. You can't sit here and talk down <laughs> on me, knowing that you're not the best, best of the bestes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I can't deal with a female who thinks that 
Oh, all right, it's cool. You want to give me some friendly advice? All right, cool, I'm going to swallow it. But watch how you saying the friendly advice to mm -hmm. me, you know? Because, you know, words do hurt. Even though you being my friend, you got to be you gotta be as real as it gets. But it's a certain level to how real you want to be. Cause yeah. It's either I'm going to feel like you're giving me advice or but you envy me. Like, or you're attacking we, me. Yeah, like yeah. What, what, what we do. At this point, what we doing? You know what I'm saying? Um, I do, we, I mean, I do have friends, there's, I do have a group of friends that I consider my friends, that I'll be like, hey, Liana, <laughs> Jessica, yeah, Amy, um, damn, I don't, oh, oh wow, Belle, wow, Liliana, Belle, Liliana, hold on, but Belle's my battle, Belle's a battle, yeah, Belle's my your battle, your battles, once your battles in the military, they become your family, so they don't really yeah, count like as Belle, friends, Belle, I don't consider Belle my, yeah, but I don't I'm gonna do friends. so much with Belle, Belle's, she's, She's in a different category. I know Belle's going to be listening to this. Belle's yeah. in a different category. Like, Belle is... I barely know her for a year. And let me tell you, she showed me loyalty more than half of the bitches that I unfriend in these past couple of years, bro. Like, I never had a friend like Belle, bro. Belle's just different. You know what they say? Like, day ones is not who's been writing with you since you met... Like, from the... When you were younger, it's people that have been writing for you since you met them. Not yet, bro. So, Belle's different since... Even basic training, bro. Basic training was not easy at all, but... We sat there. We stuck by each other. Mariette and Thompson as well. Those were my real battles as well. But Belle... I, me and Belle, we went through everything literally together. Like, basic training, AIT, even after the bitch. We text every single day. There's not one day that we don't text. There's not one day the bitch don't check up on me. There's not one day. It's vice versa. Like, if I show you my phone calls, it's straight Belle, 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 Belle. My mom loves Belle. Belle's in my kitchen. In my fucking kitchen. In my refrigerator and all that shit. Like, Belle, Belle at this point, Belle's considered a family. My sister Thompson as well, Kuko. Fucking um Turner, like I got friends. My battles, I would never forget my battles or anything that I went through with them. But I'm talking about like friends, like before the military. There's not so much. I probably have like three or four, bro. Like yeah, it. I have a couple people I consider um friends. I feel like I have more acquaintances than friends. I felt a lot of friendship um with a lot of people after I joined the military because they were not like. Not saying, like, they weren't on my level, but just kind of, like, our needs and our wants did not match. And I, 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 when I go back and I think about, like, when I gave birth to my daughter, like, I was still rowdy for, like, a couple of years. And people contribute, the friends that I have at the time, they will contribute more to me, like, going out and partying rather than, like, self-progression. So when I started to get into that space where I'm like, okay, I want to grow they were not matching because they were not growing. So they were staying in the same place. So now I only like to be friends with people who are, like, doing stuff. Like, even family members, like, sometimes... Like, I had to cut my brothers off at some point because I would call them. They wouldn't pick up the phone. And, you know, like, I understand, like, family is supposed to be, like, through thick and thin. But there's a lot of family members that you can't let that thick and thin shit, like, mm -hmm. imply all the time because... You could need them or you could be telling them about your ideas and then, like, they'll downplay you. Like, don't nobody want to hear that. Nobody wants to be giving, like, positive energy into the air and then you're giving me negative. You know, like, just because you can't do it, you're trying to tell me that I can't do it. So, I'm very limited with friends. I think that um, I was a bad friend at some point. Um, one of my friends, um, Peter, he had mentioned it to me when we had our little rocky relationship. 
because he was like, every time I talk to you, you always um try to tell me about your problems when I'm telling you about my problems. And the same thing with Leti. We had a um a time where we had stopped talking and she had said that to me before and then I had to double back like, okay, now whenever my friends t- um tell me their problems, I just listen. And I just give them advice like once they're done. But that was something that I was doing before and it would be a bad habit of like, you were to tell me something and I'll compare it to something that I'm like, oh, but I did yeah, it but like you that. Did have that though. Yeah, yeah, so now I just like, it took like probably like a few years for me to stop doing that. But now it's just like I just straight listen to whatever's going on. But it happens, bro. Yeah. Sometimes you have freaking like connections with people and you're like, all right, maybe you just want to give them an advice based on like what your you personal did experience. With something that you did personally. Yeah. yeah. So it's no, there's nothing bad about that. Don't just. But, but some people, like, they just like to get listened to when they're going through things. But I do consider myself to be a really good friend. Like, I'm not there all the time physically. But if you need me, like, I'm there. If I have the availability, I'll be there. But other than that... Nah, I always said that. I was like, yo, even if I have, like, bad love with somebody, like, I've had some friends that I fell out with. But if they come and they're like, yo, can you do this for me? Oh, I need you to do this. If it's something that I'm like, yo... They really, 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 really need my help and don't got nobody else to help. Yeah. Even though we fell off, you know what? And I can do it, I'm going to do it. Right. You know what I mean? I still got, I'm, I got a good heart at the end of the day. Even though sometimes, bitch is the end of my last fucking nerves. But, you know, sometimes you got to... Karina's looking like, who's she talking about? <clears throat> she's talking about you, Karina. Nah, Karina, she's... She, I, but you got no friends, you need to do something. Do you think that you're a bad friend? Because there's enough attention for all of us, so yeah. don't do that. No, it's not even that. Because <laughs> I don't like attention. So, bitch, if you want the attention, you can have it. Mm-hmm. But then don't sit here and then try to change your, your, your like yourself. Like, I have this friend. Sorry. <clears throat> had this friend. When we used to be us two and she was great. And then men. Men were coming around and her whole vibe was just completely changed. Oh, my God. Like she would change the way she spoke. <gasps> not the baby voice. <laughs> And then oh the, the, the little giggles, and then she's mad flirtatious. And I'm talking about, like, she'll touch you flirtatious. Like, she don't know her limits. And then that shit is annoying, because it's like, bitch, you're making Why me you look touching? bad. Exactly, because it's making me look bad, because you're a flirtation of me. Yeah. Because she's met a lot of people through me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, damn, I'm bringing her around. So it's like, oh, Corbin, so this is how you be. This so is how you be. Exactly. Yeah. Like, nigga, that's not how I am. That's how she is. Right. But don't ever disrespect me like that, thinking I'm like this bitch, because I'm really not. Like, I'm mad at you, like... And I was like, that shit, I hate it. Because we could be chilling in sweatpants. And as soon as she hears somebody coming over, she'll, yo, she always carry, not, what? <clears throat> nah, but, but there's some females like that. It's just that some of them feel insecure. Yeah. You know what it is, bro? One thing you got to know is, because I had a friend like that, too. Well, not like that, because I barely gave a fuck about niggas at one point. Like, I was just on some, like, partying, partying, drinking, drinking, drinking. But there's some females that... You'll be friends with them, bro, and all jokes aside, you're prettier than them. But you don't realize how prettier you are than her. But she realizes. But it's not a competition. No, I understand that. No, but she's just in comparison. Mm -hmm. But then your friend will. 
So when you're that's that's why I feel like you gotta limit what you tell some of these bitches because some of these bitches aren't really your friends. They actually coming for you, bro. Mm-hmm. Because I used to walk around like I didn't give a fuck, but I always looked good for myself. I never cared about what nigga wanted me. But one thing I can tell you is I ain't never met a nigga that I wanted that ain't gonna want me back. Facts. That's all I'm saying. So that's why I walk with confidence everywhere I go, wherever I don't care if, if I'm wearing a little graphic tee, some sweatpants. If I want this nigga, I know damn well. I'm going to get him, bro. But there's some females that feel like they want to compete with you even though you're not competing with them because mm-hmm. they know you're pretty in and out. There's some females that don't got what you got. So they want to get the attention because they know that they're not going to get it. You are. Yeah, and it could even be just your vibe of being laid yes, back, bro. too. Because a lot is. of people like, like laid back people, so... Mm-hmm. You just have to be aware. I think, and I think it's important for you to pull yourself out of friendships like that because I never used to believe in that um saying of like tell me um who your friends are, I'll tell you who you are. Because growing up, I was not my friends. Like I definitely changed my life one eighty, but it's actually true. Like you can't be a successful person um hanging around with leashes. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh like God. you cannot be a girl that you want to consider yourself serious. Like if you want to get in a relationship, you want to find someone. You can't be friends with bitches that are hoeing that want to be sucking niggas' dicks every time y'all go out. You know what I'm saying? So like if you're a calm person, surround yourself with people who are calm that you guys have the same interests. But I never liked it that. Like I I don't think I've ever experienced that of um having a female friend who would act like that with guys because I would just like probably remove myself completely like the first time it ever happens I would just be out like Remember, you can bitch what you doing there's female it's, it's definitely true birds are the same colors do flock together it's not true but in like a person an outsider's perspective mm-hmm. they would be like okay if she's like this I don't know how Karina be like yeah Karina probably be changing and she be bringing her niggas over you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying because Everybody's going to have different group of niggas you want to be around. But we all know how you are personally because we know you like that. But another person is not going to think like that. That's fine. So you do have to be careful who you surround yourself with because, bro. People are leashes. Uh, bro, OD, bro. We got to be You won't know that they are fucking body feeder, bro, because you get so fucking blinded and you want a friendship so, so fucking bad, bad bro. Because... It's, it's, yeah, bro, it's cool to have somebody that you'd be like, yo, sis, let's go do this. And the bitch is with the shits. That's you pretty know? cool. It's, it's cool having a friend that's like, oh, yeah, let's go fucking drop off a bridge. And you're, you call your friend like, yo, bro, we jumping off bridges. You with it? And she's like, yeah, I'm with it. And she's out. And it's cool to have that. But then at the end of the day, you got to think twice. Like, wait, all right, we're jumping off this bridge. But is this bitch going to save me if I drown? Is this yo, bitch going to bring the fucking... Lifesavers, like is she bringing the aqua? You know, but you're if you're providing everything, that's why she's always down, bro. You gotta be careful with who you hang out with, bro. Yeah, that's that day, energy bro. shift, balance <clears throat> yeah, between friendships. So, this concludes today's episode. We definitely went for an hour, and I'm very happy that you guys came on the podcast. So, thank you. I appreciate it so much. Um, do you guys have any? words of wisdom you would like to give to the audience or any ending comments captions hashtags so there's this there's this thing that i go by in life that you know fuck i can't remember karina hold on i got pulled from my dog you want to see one (laughs) (laughs) not what is it 
something about life is a lesson is never a failure something like that fuck where's henry when you need it yo facts um well i'll say this to say this if it doesn't matter if it's not gonna matter five years from now don't spend more than five minutes mad about it or five minutes thinking about it i like that rule the five by five it always gets me when I'm in my head about something. So, yeah, if it's not going to matter five years from now, don't spend more than five minutes mad about it or worried about it. For real. And guys and girls or ladies and gentlemen, please stop watering dead plants. Yes, because they do not so, rise. Yeah. That, that plant is not coming back to life. It's a dead horse. It's dead already, yeah. <laughs> So, thank you guys for tuning into the Girls Encounter. Make sure... You watch us on YouTube. We're now on YouTube. Um, we're also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. The Girls Encounter out.